Jordan Spieth here, and this is the Dan Hyde Podcast. All right. Breaking news. <laughs> Quite shocking. Um, you know, LIV Tour field has been announced for the first event in London. And, <laughs> I mean, right off the bat, a little bit shocking to see to, to see some names, a little bit shocking to see some names left off. High IQ play by Dustin Johnson. Think about it. He is going to make so much money dominating this tour. He's going to make, what's the winner get every every time? $15 million, something like that? How much is he, yeah. how, how much is he going to make? How much is he already tournament. making? Like outright. Every tournament. He could win every tournament, but you think he's going to, do you think he cares enough to win every single tournament out there? For $15 million each tournament? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. He probably already got paid like $50 million up front just he, to be yeah, like the cover. He, yeah. like, th- this whole thing is like he's, like he's the kind of guy who like he'll get his money and like he'll be like, like to him, what's the difference between $15 million and $3 million if he comes in like 10th or something like that? Like it's like like what what the, at that point, what's the difference? Like and he's... Yeah, he probably got like a ton up front and everything, and it's, it just doesn't. I don't know. It's it's gonna ruin some people's images of uh, of him for sure. Like, oh, it, don't get me wrong. I mean, like, is it the the wait? Phil's not on the list. No, he's not. Yeah, I'm. So there's a couple um, spots still open. Four spots open for Asian Tour qualifiers, and then one other spot. Oh, and that's open. who Daniel Rappaport was referencing. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think he's refer- referencing well, Phil as that the, last guy, but. On the space I was just in, Wesley Bryan was saying like they for sure already know who those last six guys are or whatever. Right, because um, like we were talking about this, I'm like, not on it, right? No, mm-hmm. no. And I was surprised, like, oh, Jason Kokrak's not on it. Like, doesn't he have like the Saudi golf like on his like apparel like when he walks around? Uh, oh, and Kevin Na was not on the list. No, Kevin no, Na was on. Kevin Na was yeah. on the list. Oh, I didn't see him. He, um, he was. He was there. But then uh, Robert Robert Garrigus, who we said yeah, was that's, the first that's the, one who committed, that's the big on one. the list. So um, I mean, whatever. Those of you who are listening to the podcast right now, not in the Twitter space, like we might have mentioned this a little later on in the podcast, but like we actually do have a couple players in the top fifty in this field, and obviously DJ is a surprising one. But how about Taylor Gooch? Like he's in his twenties, he's in his prime, and he decides that he's going to take the, the payday. One. Like he's the only real player that like in this field in the top 50 that as of that age that decided that he's going to be on the LIV tour. So he must have like, cause he, he like, if anything, like it's going to be like, if you're trying to, if you're the live tour and you're trying to make a name for this tour, like you got, you got like Sergio, you got like the guys like Sergio, Lee Westwood, Keimer, whatever, any like Poulter, like those were like somewhat expected. Um, like DJ and Taylor Gooch, like those are gonna be, they're gonna be the faces of the tour. Taylor Gooch, especially for the foreseeable future, if he's like if this is like a long term thing, and like if Taylor Gooch is like if he's ha- if like you got roll if if I'm the live tour, I'm rolling out the red carpet and giving Taylor Gooch anything he wants, just to so he, so he says to his friends like hey like this is not that this is like you can get like. I can get you this kind of treatment. Like we can, like you can do whatever you want basically out here. Like it's like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Taylor Gooch starts as like, they're basically getting Taylor Gooch or like try to get someone like him, like so that he can say, Hey, like tell his friends and everything like that on the tour. And like even coming up as amateurs, like, and honestly, we should have seen it coming that somebody like a Taylor Gooch would get this kind of treatment from the LIV tour, tour and I bet they did roll out the red carpet for him. Absolutely. They needed a trendsetter so that they, they're not dumb. They know that everybody thinks that there's just going to be a bunch of 40 year olds on the tour and whatever. And then they went, they went ahead and they got two of the last three USAM champs to join the tour. Um, I mean, uh, James Piot, who was the 2021 USAM champion. Oh, good for him. And then uh, Andy Ogletree, 2019 USAM champ. Oh, good for this. him. And like these guys, but like guys. The, I mean, these guys never even really got to taste the PGA Tour like at all for the most part. So that's, like, that's, that's the thing, though. It's like, had a chance. 
like they would have been on the PGA tour at some yeah, point, right? But at the same time, it's like it's like will they ever get to go to the PGA tour now? Here's the thing. Like, I like, mean, that's, who knows? That, like that's, that's the that's thing. That's the big question. Like, you don't know, you don't know what the release is like, what you don't know what the PGA, you don't know how the PGA tour is gonna react to this. Like they might react tonight, they might react tomorrow, they might react in a month from now after the first one or whatever, whenever a week after the first one ends. But like these guys, like like they dreamed of going to the PGA Tour all their lives, and like yeah, they're making millions of dollars. But like, are they gonna get like what's how are they gonna feel in a couple of years if this is if this drags out that long and they can't go to the PGA Tour again? Like it's like are they gonna regret it? Like that's just the like I mean whatever. I, but and you know what? Maybe they don't care because they're gonna get. 15 million dollars if they win Listen, the tournament. Yeah. like how many not tournaments everyone, you have to win to get 15 million dollars on the pga tour like not everyone eight nine <laughs> has the dream of playing on the pga tour and loves playing golf that is you know everybody everybody not everybody who's this good at golf that they can play at that level loves golf enough where they're like hey like i just want to be on the pga tour that's my lifelong dream like that's that's good enough for me but think about like like but like these guys want to like compete like it's all about like it's not about like getting to the pga tour would be like i'm assuming like i'm obviously like guys are some guys are different but like a lot of guys want to get to the pga tour and then they want to compete on the pga tour yeah. they want they want they want to have like their legacy they want to be, have their name on a list compete next to tiger and like and jordan spieth and nicholas and stuff like that like that's what they like a but lot of like, like, like the Rom and don't. the Rom and Morikawa, like they want, like they don't, I guess like they don't need the money, but I guess like you're right. Like it's like these guys don't, if they didn't want that bad, badly enough, it's. So Trevor, oh. put yourself in James Piet's shoes. He competed in probably around five, give or take PGA tour events this year. Give or take. Mm-hmm. Sure. Is that true? Maybe, maybe less. Probably a little bit less. But I you know he played in the API. He played in the PGA Championship. Yeah, he gets the major as a USAM champ. Yep, he gets the majors. He might have played in something else. I don't know. You don't do anything at those events that really makes you think at all that you can hang with these guys. And, and you know, he's young. He's in college. Yeah. But... You see other guys who have won the USAM who, you know, might struggle, who might have struggled right off the bat. And you see an, an opportunity to play in a 40 man field and, you know, have one good week and you, one good, good week, like average week, and you make like, you know, a million dollars. So here's the thing mm-hmm. he's maintained his amateur status, right? Because I think he's probably, is that true? Yeah, right he now he's listed as an AM right now so there's like three or four guys listed as ams so what is that um, if you maintain your amateur status you can't make money i don't think so well like he's gonna have to lose his amateur status yeah and i'm, I'm not sure if, is, he, is he in the field for the u.s open i'm not sure if if he gets in for that this year i think maybe only last year if he's in the field for the u.s open maybe that's why you oh, maintain didn't, he playing the u.s open last year you maintain as a u.s am champion champion probably the usm, the well, USM it, after it, it, the, i think the usm was after the us so open. yeah so so then this year he should be in the u.s open so he probably maintains his amateur status to play in the u.s open this year and then right after that he turns pro and makes money on but, the live tour so th- then what's then what's the point of him playing the first live tour event if this is like yeah i don't know first I, I don't event, maybe they make money what's the maybe they promised him you know signing like money if you play in all the, the live tour events i don't know <laughs> i mean is he still in college do we know that i have no idea if he is or not um i don't think so because if he's i mean like imagine an ideal deal with live like how how hilarious that is <laughs> Like this guy just has like they have they have, they have like li li of nil deals uh, across college golf and so here's a thought for you. What if you uh, you're an nil agent? You know that's becoming a thing. Um, you don't have to have you don't have to be as qualified to do it. You come an liv. Uh, you come an 
li nli agent and then all of a sudden oh, yeah. you know your james piat client is making you you know 50 grand off of uh like you know a last place finish <laughs> yeah but this like this all goes like again it goes back to the like humanitarian like ethical side of it all which yeah that is a side to to, to think about for sure yeah the, like, the money i guess weighs that down for it's the, it's the, yeah it's it's all it's all like it's clearly like, the money is like outweighed that cost let's, let's have a little round table here put yourself in james Pichu's, not in ian polter not a dj you have no money you have the current money that's sitting in your bank account right now um <laughs> and you are presented with this opportunity but you also have the opportunities and the abilities as james Piet. well what all right so Plan. like that's like that comes with because after this year it's up he's, he's he still has to, to get his tour card somehow so like we're we're just putting ourselves in the shoes we have no idea what tour is going to do like no idea if we're going to be able to even play in the PJ tour or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, the like the, the money is like the whole tempting thing, but it's also like, if you have any, I, I really don't know. Let me just tell you. <laughs> it is, it is definitely you, you take a pause. Because you're like, well, is this right? Yeah. But absolutely. You are in my shoes and you're in California this weekend. You see a bunch of $25 million houses up in the up right above the beach. And you're like, well, I could own one of those if I just win one of these tournaments. <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, yeah, theoretically, yeah. But like at the same at the same time, it's it's I think if like if it's me personally. Like if there's any chance, like like I'm a US amateur champion. Like, yes, I'm not like I didn't play great in my first few starts in the PGA tour, but like I still have a I don't know, I want to say like decent, like d- great chance of a pro career, but like I have the like I'm clearly good enough like to put like the compete with the best amateurs that are gonna be next in the game of golf. Um, it's like what makes what makes me think that I can't do that for someone of a living. It's almost and like, like and then bet, you're betting on yourself. It almost. is like like you you really you really have to decide if you really if you don't want to do the live tour, you really have to say like, all right, am I gonna make it on the P? Am I gonna make it on the PGA tour or like or if, or, or if it is gonna make it on the PGA tour? I, I, I do the LIV tour. I don't think it. Like think it. Like thinking about it more in depth, like. I don't think I don't think he would either. But does he get off the the Corn Ferry tour like ever? Maybe not. He might. I mean, I would love to see the stats. Like, what percentage of like USM go on to be like top? Well, like USM Final Four because the guys in the Final Four are all the same exact player. Yeah, like I I think with Oswood, with Pia, like it's. like he was like one of the lower, like he wasn't even like really supposed to like yeah, he wasn't the top ranked amateurs. Like I, I don't know. I mean, look up what his wagger is. Um, but like I don't think he was like super well known as a amateur before. Like you see the guys playing the NCAA NCAA is like we know we we know about Preston Summerhays, we know about Parker Cootie, Cole Hammer. We know about those guys. Like we know, like we, we we've heard those names before. Like in our heads, like like even just thinking about golf, college golf, like we've heard those names. I mean, yeah. I mean, and going through the USM, I guess starting in 2018 because that's like the first of note notable one. Victor Hovland, Doc Redman in 2017, Curtis Luck, who I've never heard of, Bryson DeChambeau, Gun Yang. Matt Fitzpatrick, Stephen Fox, Kelly Kraft, Peter Uline, who's in the live field, Ben on Danny Lee, Colt Nost. Like we've heard of some of those names, but not all of them. And like, I guess outside of Victor Hovland and Matt Fitzpatrick and Bryson, like they're not like big names. 
So James Pia is 66th in the Wagger rankings right now. So what, what's that? The World Amateur World Golf Amateur rankings. Golf rankings. Okay. Yeah. So um, I mean, and you, I mean, like he went like his when he won the USA. What's Travis Vick like, in that ranking? You know, I, I can, I can, I can look. He's a Texas guy. Well, Nakajima is number one. Yeah. Aberg, Aberg, or Ludwig Aberg, I think he plays for Texas Tech. He's two. Pearson Cody. Alex Fitzpatrick is down there at six. Cole Hammer. I don't see. Travis Vick is 26. Yeah, so you're num- number eight amateur in the world. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. Uh it's in he's in the live tour. Um oh he is okay. Field. Um David Puig, who's a number nine amateur player in the world, he's also in the live tour field. Um, and I think those are your three amateurs, and then Piot. That's it. So those are the three M's. So you have number eight, number nine, and number sixty-six in the world. Number sixty-six of the AMs. And he won and the USAM. And Ogletree. And then Ogletree, who turned pro. Which means he's probably kind of struggling compared to, you know, winning the, the USAM last year. Um, it just... I understand the move. Yeah, as do I. Now, I mean, like, just talk about some of the other names on the list. Uh, Chase Kepka. That's a great move yeah, for that him. Made me, that made him. me laugh. Good great move for him. But I just like, I wonder what, like, what Brooks thinks about this. Like, is Brooks like we close Brooks by on this? Because I feel like he's always close by when, when Chase Kepka kind of makes mm-hmm. a move. Like, Brooks is kind of always there. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know like, if Brooks is. Oh, uh, man, good for you. I mean, honestly, I could see Brooks doing it. Like, think about it. If he's allowed to play, if he's allowed to play in the four majors and and he's going to make a ton of money going over to the live tour, like, you know, Chase Kepka's there to, to, to try it out. And if Chase Kepka says, like, look, it's great over here, like, Brooks can make the jump and he gets to play in the four majors every year. It's not like he doesn't care about any of the other tournaments anyway. So I can see it. It's like it, they, they, they really do have. Like I keep going back to the, they're going to roll out the red carpet to Teo Gooch. They're going to roll out the red carpet to DJ. Um, obviously, they have like the group of Sergio, Ian Poulter, Westwood, but like they're going to like if if they do a good enough job, like we still don't like we don't even know like how we're going to like was it YouTube we're going to watch on YouTube like we don't know who's announcing yeah, it. I don't like, know. We don't know what like we don't like barely, we barely know anything about this tournament and like just like how weird and random everything seems to be like it's. It could be like these guys could absolutely love it, or like we could after the first week, like we could hear like guys like being like, like no, this isn't for isn't for me. It might it might be a little bit of both too. Like we just don't. So listen, I mean, all, all of what I've said so far of being like, yeah, I mean, I'd probably do it, is all assuming that I have vetted this process. You know, I've ta- I mean, all these guys have talked with them, gone through, been been pitched on it. Yeah probably gone through contracts with their agent that all ensures to them, like, and that makes them be like, okay, yes. Like, the financial security this, of it. This is, or like these, these terms work for me. Cause like, you know, we don't know what the terms are. We don't know if this is going to turn into a fire fest type situation. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and 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 we don't know if they're getting paid up front. Like they might be gaining millions of dollars up front, and we have no idea. Like that, like that, that would like I think that would probably influence a like one of those top top amateurs in the world. Like that's probably a, like who knows what they were dream if they were dreaming about the PGA Tour or something like that. But like it's that probably makes a big difference. Like for Taylor Gooch, that probably makes a big difference. Like and honestly, if you could show up and still play in the majors, um and and you know that's kind of oh, like the big, very well big part of golf. Like it, it could be worth it for you in the end. Yeah. Do these will the, will this tour count toward the official world golf rankings? I think it will. Yeah, most likely. I don't know how, but like the field, like the strength so of the field, you will can be still terrible. qualify yeah. if you're a James Piet. Like that, like that might not. Majors. Like they can still, he can technically, I guess, he can still qualify. But like, it's not like he's playing against like, like you'd have to. 
win like when, several. Yeah. I feel like. I mean, like, and like whatever. We don't know what the PGA the field, Tour. The quality of the field is just not good. Enough we don't know what the PGA Tour is going to say. Like doing. now that they see this list of players, they're going to be like, okay, you're banned. Like, yeah, you can't we have no back. idea what they're. What they could have just say like, okay, you could go play in three of these events a year. Like they go play in other events anyway like earlier in the year when they played in that one of the that's, Saudi that's why like, i'm like they, they said they let like, them yeah, do that they said they let them play in Saudi events but they also they, they weren't going to grab grant releases for these tournaments Tour also mean, fundamentally doesn't agree with it like morally right correct which is fair very fair which is very very fair it's not just like it's not only just a but no, like we want to keep our competing our, tour. Yeah. Like I honestly like what happened. Like somebody like Sam Horsfield's playing on the European tour right now. I think he has yep. three or four wins on the European tour. Like the European tour hasn't really said anything. I don't think so. Like or DP World Tour, excuse me. Um, like they haven't said anything because Sam Horsfield they, actually, play in this I, event I, and then I, go I back they, to the DP. I think they've said. I think put out like the same kind of guideline or similar guidelines to the to the pga tour are like, they all saying, gonna like, go saying we're not gonna grant tour? releases something like that Asian yeah, i don't know i don't know like it's just like they're gonna have to play don't know. somewhere if they want to play in the majors i guess like because you got to qualify for them right which i wish we knew yeah. like like i wish i knew more about like like, like there's like we're just talking about what we know but like there's there's so much else going so on. So much. There's so much more we don't like. We don't know, and so much more like this out there. Like we that we haven't. We just haven't. We haven't even seen yet, or read yet, or heard about, or like we have. We don't have any sources really close to the ground at all. It's just like we're we're, we're going off of what we see in our gut, our gut reactions, basically. So like we don't have. Here's something for you. To start, you know, getting towards the like conclusion of our you know, our talk here. Mm-hmm. What are the chances you think this tour, like really, I know we've already talked about this, but like really is like, you know, a success in terms of it, the whole season runs through smoothly and like, it doesn't get halted what by players, not getting, uh, getting enough players or, you know, I mean, now we see the list, like, they have players. I think they might get through this. This is only for the first term. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see what happens with the next couple of tournaments. Yeah. There's going to be more names. And, like, I, again, what happens with the PGA Tour? Like, they play this first tournament, the PGA Tour welcomes you back like, with open yeah, arms. We, like, really have, we, we really have no idea. Like, for all we know, Gooch could be going over there and saying, like, I'm trying this out. And, like, saying, like, after a week, he's like, I'm done. I'm coming back to the PGA Tour. Or... It's like we don't. I think it's a greater like I think just because like we've been weighing some we, like we still still so many unknowns about everything, but the fact that they have these guys makes it seem like it could last like through the year potentially. Yeah. But again, like I don't like I couldn't even tell you where the second tournament is for this. Like yeah, yeah. I'm sure I know it's out there, but like I. I like we don't know New York. Is that the one in is that, is that Westchester? That, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, we have a state we have a statement from uh DJ's manager. Oh, Dustin wow. has been contemplating the opportunity on and off for the past couple of years. Ultimately, he decided it was best for him and his family to pursue it. Dustin has never had any issues with the PGA tour and is grateful for all it has given him, but in the end he felt like it was too compelling to pass up. So DJ got the bag. Yeah. He must have gotten like close to a hundred million. Yeah, I, I would assume the offer was. And a month ago, like I, I, I tweeted this on the Pin High account. I'm pretty sure a month ago, DJ said I'm fully committed to the PGA Tour. Yep. <laughs> so, um, money talks. I'm tweeting yeah, from like Corey Connors right now. PGA Tour. Greg Norman really on demon time. PGA Tour saving from ten from May tenth is. Like we've notified those that applied for the request has been declined. Um, USGA put out a statement. If I have a few security positions, we reserve the right as we players have have to review any competitor situation on a case by case basis. That's the USGA saying that. 
so here's here's so that might that that, 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 might, that might mean like amateurs like james pia can't play in the usm again or can't play in the us open here's an aspect to look at it from that's just like from our podcast it's like uh gonna be kind of intriguing to see what the uh the odds are on like dj who is just like so much better than everyone like you know the you know brian kirschner Kirsch, yeah kirschner um on twitter he just tweeted so dj is going to be like minus 120 to win this event i mean dj louie and gooch those are like your three guys like 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 louie stays the number like, 20 in the world like how Louis much Ustay's does are winning care? these events how much does dj care if he's getting like Hundred million dollars up front. How much does he care about this tournament? That's like, an these extra tournaments? House? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Does he? Does he? Yeah. Really want he an extra agree. house? Hmm. Somebody, yeah, somebody tweeted. Uh, and Paulina's his Is there? Is there really? Is there really a like? We don't know, obviously, but is there really like that much of a difference between a hundred million and hundred and fifteen million? Yeah. You're acting like people don't. To those guys like, aren't greedy. No, like people are absolutely greedy. I just think like it's like I could totally see some of these guys like a DJ or a like Sergio. I can definitely see Sergio doing it, like just taking the money and kind of, I don't know, just like messing around out there. Like, you don't like that, like just like kind of like not like they're not gonna be it's not gonna be near like, be really intriguing. nearly as serious as the pga tour i don't think like yeah, even, really even with the money involved like it's like it's it's still like like even if you finish in seventh place you're still gonna get it's a ton of money like it's like i don't know what we don't i don't know what to expect in terms of the competitiveness of this i mean listen dj is 38 years old i think so like this makes sense like if you were 38 years old you already had your pga tour career you have Kind of everything's kind of majors. behind you. You can still play in the majors. Like, he's one of the greatest. This makes players so much sense. Yeah, yeah, but so he's he making a hundred million dollars. Like, I mean, like, like, don't like, won't you like? If you're him, like, you have two majors. Won't like, don't you want to go for like, like more majors? Like, like, it's he can. Yeah, he can. <laughs> he might not be able to based off what the USGA said. Oh, what the USGA said? They said they're reviewing everyone on a case by case basis. Like we like we we have no idea what we have no idea. Oh, he's DJ. Say. He gets special treatment. What about what about Augusta? Do you think Augusta's going to let DJ back into the field? Their morals aren't yeah, that high. Probably, <laughs> I would assume. Yes, I, I, camp, I, yeah. I if I had to say right now, I don't think Augusta would let. DJ I think Augusta, Augusta lets some man. I think just let a woman join, like maybe a few years ago. Yeah. I think yeah, Augusta would let them in. I think I think the PGA Championship would probably let them play too. The USGA a little up know. in the air. RNA, RNA probably will. RNA, I probably not. Why not? I I just feel like probably not. RNA, it, it, the RNA like, like it, it, let's see what the DP World Tour says. I don't even know what their stance is on it either. So I I I, tr- I truly like I think there's a very good chance like that these guys like don't. Like they're not allowed to play in the PJ on, on the PGA, not alone the PJ tour like majors again. Again, if they're not, like I wonder if like we hear like someone like a Taylor Gooch or regret it. like DJ probably won't say he regrets to like DJ. I don't think he even cares enough. But like if it, like if I'm in DJ's position and I'm I have all these wins, I have like a lifetime membership on the PJ tour, which he does have. Uh, like I'm the Masters, U.S. Open win, like. I'm still like in a very good spot in my career, like to get the career grand slam, like win a couple more majors, potentially like, like if you play plays well enough, but I mean, to each their own, I guess too. I mean, I, this ends in like a lawsuit. I feel like that could take years and years to, to undo where these guys are probably still playing on the PGA tour while they settle this yeah. in court. So it's, it's just but- wild. You know, we can speculate all we want, but next week I'm sure we'll have what much more to talk about. Yeah. In this ongoing LIV saga. But. Yeah. And if you're listening to the podcast right now, we now are gonna go back in time and <laughs> go back. And we're gonna talk like and you're gonna listen to some podcast. people now that don't know about this yeah, um, at all. I went and played golf a couple hours ago. Are the, <laughs> these two segments. So Patrick goes and play put Patrick goes and plays golf and the whole golf world turns to shit, basically. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. And if yeah. you guys are on YouTube, this will be a separate video. So you got the full L I V video on YouTube. Yeah. 
All right. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back to another episode of Pin High Podcast presented by Pin High Media. This week, we're going to talk about sweet finish at the Charles Schwab uh, with Sam Burns winning it, why he might, you know, be a President's Cup pick this year. And we're also going to talk a little bit about our different putting grips um, and, you know, how we all three putt different ways. So let's get inside the ropes. Let's do a very short weekend golfer. Um, I didn't play golf this weekend, but I will be playing golf in about however long this episode takes. So what'd you guys do? Yeah. So I went out to pound. Well, I played twice this weekend. Uh, I played once a silver mine and I went out to pound Ridge yesterday. Um, we could talk about silver mine because pound Ridge did not go very well. That golf course eats up golf balls. What'd you shoot? Uh, over a hundred probably. I, I, the golf ball felt like a, a you stopped yeah. keeping track that kind of yeah, round. It was that kind of mm-hmm. round. Um, if you hit the ball, like an inch off the fairway, the rough is pretty high there. And it's just like, you lose your ball. So it's just one of those golf courses. Uh, Pete die always kills me. I'm dying to play there. I need to play there at some point just not to very, see what. Not very fun. I mean, if you if you though. if you keep the ball in the fairway, it's fine. Like you could get through. I mean, everything's like uphill downhill lie. Like there's I'm, no like flat lies. But uh, you just like don't really want to spend the money to play there when I yeah. It's it's also like I'd much rather like isn't like it's the same price as like Ferry Point. Yeah, uh, it's like a hundred dollars. Rather go to Ferry Point. It's it's a hundred dollars. How much is it? It's like one one sixty. Ferry okay, Point well, or Pound Ridge. I'm, I'm, I'm actually planning a. Dude, a that's like to... ferry points like 280 right now. On the weekend, the, yeah. I, I mean, I played. I played it on a holiday yesterday. Um, Silvermine had like a thing going on, so I couldn't play. And I was like, "Well, I'm here. I want to play golf." I um, actually am planning a trip out to Ferry Point on a mental health day that I get to redeem because I was working out of the Byron Nelson. Uh, and I'm going to play at four o'clock on a weekday at Ferry Point for 147 dollars. Nice. That's pretty. That's pretty nice. So, that's that's a pretty good move. You can still get around in. So that's what I'm going to do. Oh, absolutely. But I'm yeah, trying. I, to, I'm trying to find a day this week, like like this week or next week, uh, to get around in like one afternoon. Just go out and play. Like get off work at four. Go out get the course four thirty and play. I can play a four round before like it gets dark at like nine o'clock here. Exactly. Yeah, but so anyway, my weekend golfer. I don't think I've ever hit more shanks in a round of golf than I did yesterday. Don't say it's that like, word. Yeah, it's just like I don't know why, but like the golf ball looks so small to me, and it just I, there's something going on. Uh, Gcat, whoa, do you shoot at Silvermine this weekend? Um, yeah, so I shot 86. I was three over through eight, and then on nine, I made triple. So ended up being six over on the front nine, and then the back wasn't that great. But um, yeah, there, there's I made four birdies and three triples. So. There's some good golf in there, but there's also some very what holes. What there. holes did you birdie? Do you know the easy ones? I birdied three. I birdied um, eight, like most people do, and then I birdied sixteen. Right? You got it. Six, uh, no, I actually did not birdie no. sixteen. No, um, I think five. They were like three of them were on the front, and then um, I think maybe fifteen on the back so i i just like there's See, good golf cool. there's good golf in there there's just like yeah. you know i tripled any hole that i had to pull a driver out on i tripled so <laughs> right. um no nine seventeen so you know is what it is but you know the key to silver mine is getting through the first two holes for me if i get through the first that's two true holes, the front just the first hole good. honestly just the first hole all right um let's talk let's talk putter grips let's talk putter grips first of all you know, you can interpret this two ways. I know Trevor uses the, the super stroke. I do. I've used that for me and Jeek do not. We were long just time. I know I know Jeek when he put this in the document was just talking about actually well, how you I don't use the like the I, I I don't use like the fat so like the big like barrel grip. Like some some people do use that. And I think my dad has that. We I I just can't like it doesn't give me any like I play with it before and I, I see why people like it, but I just I like the Super stroke where it's a little bit bigger than a normal grip, like a little bit bulkier and uh, not just, but not like a pencil thin grip, if that makes sense. Yeah. Just my pre- preference. I just use the, the the grip that came on my putter. So, yeah, I just have like a no, standard Scotty grip. <laughs> I keep it, I, I I keep it simple. Well, I'm, 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 I'm I Scotty, I have a, I have a, on my other Scotty, I have a Scotty grip. 
like just a, just as regular it hasn't even been worn in yet like my sky grips like that. falling apart right now like oh, i really need something that needed grip change but there's no you can't buy them right now they're just like hard to get right now sky grips also it's kind of cool like it's like like my grip is like so worn out and so done but it's also like kind of shows like like you've been you you you've grinded you've been grinding or you're a lot of three putts in that for grip. a long time yeah like you're you're like you're like the wear and tear in your grip, like it's like it looks, it looks like you either have a, you either get a brand new one or it's a wear the wear and tear, and like it looks like cool. I think it looks cool with the wear and tear. To be honest. Yeah. So I mean, just getting into it, there's obviously different grips, but there's also different ways to grip the putter. Um, obviously, there's the standard normal grip, which is pretty much what I use, and and uh, and there's the right hand high, also known as a cross hand. I think Pat switched to that recently, right? You mean right hand low. Right hand low. Sorry. Um, yeah. and then I did there's... that. I switched to that. So no, right hand high. Right hand high. Le- le- yeah. le- left hand low. Left hand low. Left, we right couldn't... hand high. Left hand <laughs> low. Oh, it depends Boston. on which way you're <laughs> yeah. describing high. Yes, varieties. Left hand low. Correct. Cross handed. Cross handed. Oh yeah, just... yeah. That's, that's what I had. Cross hand. But um, and then there's the claw like, and the like arm fitzy. walk. Yeah, yeah. Fitzy, yes. cross. But he does it with a wedge. But that's that's different. Um. Yeah, so there's a lot of ways to grip the putt and the grip the putter, and I mean, what do we think the benefit is to to certain grips? Whatever you're comfortable with. I mean, I think I don't know. I think the reason why I changed mine was because over COVID, like the I guess it was January of 2021, I was in my apartment in Syracuse. You know, we couldn't play golf because there was snow on the ground and it was 10 degrees outside maybe um so we had a putting mat in our apartment and you couldn't really go anywhere it's not like we could go practice putting somewhere um at like a facility so all we did was just sit in that apartment for like a month before school started and just i i started experiment with the claw with the with the cross hand and i actually started liking the cross hand i felt like it like stabilized me more um you know i like i had more control over like not pushing it or anything. Um, I think that's because I'm, I was leading, I'm now leading like with my right hand. Yeah. For somebody like me, I'm left hand dominant for the most part. So like when I try, I'm already golfer. Maybe you should be a lefty golfer. Maybe you should. (laughs) I didn't ever swung like a baseball bat lefty. I throw righty, but like, I still feel left hand dominant. So when I, when I've tried the cross grip, just like, you know, messing around, it feels so wrong to me. Cause I feel like it's all in your right hand and it just like, doesn't feel natural. I, I get that. And I, I, I've experimented like as any kid growing up, you see Sergio playing with the claw or Jordan Spieth playing with the, the cross hand. You're like, like, Oh, that's, a, that's interesting. Uh, I did the claw, played the claw with one tournament. I'm pretty sure I shot like 77 with the claw. And never went back, back to it to after it. that. <laughs> and then uh I just went back and forth with cross handed if I was struggling. And then it kind of like I kind of used the cross hand as like a kind of like a way just to get my regular like grip back on track and like my stroke back on track. Cause like you really feel like you're like it is like stable, but I could just never get the feel really right. Like I felt like I was always like jabbing at it almost. I don't know why. Um and then, but I would do it and I would, I would practice it for a little bit. And then I would go back to my other group and my other group, I, I would feel a lot more comfortable with my other groups. Maybe that's just kind of like a, kind of like a reset for me. Um, yeah. I'll, I've also tried with like one finger on the putter, left finger, right finger. Yeah. I've uh, recently done like the, fin- the finger on the putter. Yeah. It's actually, I kind of like it, but uh, you know, I'm sure I'll switch at some point. I kind of, I, I, I can, I've, I've, just use it messing around sometimes and it feels it feels pretty nice but also i just i I, i've had the same putter grip putting grip for for years and i just i've always played decent while or i consider my putting decent good so yeah i mean the the other thing is like a lot of tour pros out there they'll go with the claw grip for like the close putts and then for further putts they'll just go standard so i find that interesting i don't like that like Colin Morikawa is like one for that. I think Tommy Fleetwood does Phil, that too. Phil, Phil, does too. Phil does it too. Claw grip for close putts and and normal grip for for other putts. I, I think like the that. idea about it is like you can't really control the club head when you're when you're holding it as a claw. 
So for further putts is kind of tough, but for closer putts, it makes your stroke like more consistent. So just something to, yeah, it's like the, for the longer putts are more feel and you kind of just like swing at it and then like more so swing at it than usual. And then the shorter putts are kind of like, you need to, you just need to hit your line. Like that's really all you need to do. Like, you know, the speed that makes, that, that makes sense. I just, I wouldn't be able to switch back and forth like that. I wouldn't. I think that would kind of mess with me. Yeah, I agree there too. And then one last putter grip, the arm lock, <laughs> the the oh, patented yeah. arm lock putt, which honestly I've tried it. I've, I've you saw a to... weekend golfer doing that. You'd be like, I hate this yeah, guy. Right. Yeah, I mean, I've gone into like, uh, you know who I can see doing it before. He's the weekend golfer doing that would be someone wearing, uh, like straight reflective shit, like baseball shades, uh, like white, white, bright, belt. orange shirt. White a pants. lot of sunscreen, a bucket yep. hat, uh, absolutely two, two long uh, sleeve, like Under Armour sleeves. Who am I describing, Trevor? I don't know. I, I, don't I, know who I'm I no, no, I do know who you're describing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's an interesting oh thing. I've gone gosh. in the golf galaxy before and like grabbed a longer, like a slightly longer putter and tried it. It does have like, like you do feel like you're locked in a little bit and your strokes like interesting, but then your like body's kind of affecting your stroke in a way, like you're moving your shoulders and stuff, and like that could affect your stroke. Can I ask the question: Who needs to change putter grips in PGA Tour? Like who would benefit besides Will Zalatoris? Besides Will Zalatoris? Besides Will Zalatoris? I don't know if he would if he would benefit off. Of I just want to want to see him. I'm, do I'm, it I'm starting to time. think. I I kind of want I want to see him without the put the arm lock but i also like think i also kind of agree like that he wouldn't really benefit from it um who would uh i mean morikawa already did change it like he wasn't on he didn't do claw before so who's like a bad potter i mean maybe sergio maybe maybe spieth yeah he's always been maybe sergio on the short putts maybe yeah, I, I I could, I mean, that doesn't matter anymore because he'll, he'll be playing a whole other set of golf uh, yeah, right. across the yeah. pond or whatever. On that note, let's get into some tour talk. Mm-hmm. But maybe before we like get into some PGA tour talk, we'll live tour talk. Isn't the tournament like that this week and next they week. haven't announced no. the next week, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's June 8th. Right. Um, they oh, could be like. Possible. I wonder <laughs> if they'll have a field. By no, apparently, apparently, uh, on on the live tour, you can just show up to your tea time. Like that's there's no deadline to withdraw. Like if you. Just, oh my god! I thought they were gonna like have a like a list of players. I don't, I don't think they are. I don't think I don't they know. are. I, I would be this week if they were doing it. We have Jack's tournament this week. No, it was supposed to come out on like Sunday, and it didn't. <laughs> Jack was yeah, saying how like we're, we're, he turned we're down for it money. all week. We're, we're waiting for it all week. Like I was looking forward to like they're like this announced on this day, and I was like Twitter waiting for the announcement, and it never came out. Um, I mean, listen, the days are counting down. Something's got to give. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, I saw a couple of things I saw on Twitter. One, it'd be, I thought it'd be really, I thought this was really funny. If someone, if they released like the, the people in the tournament, like like every like half hour, like as a Royal, like, or a like rumble, a Royal rumble style. Yeah. That. Yeah. You, you, you did the you did entry, entry that, music. Yeah. Comes yeah. Out. And then John Cena. I saw, there, there's a billboard uh, in London, like promoting the Love Golf Tour event. Like it's like be loud or golf, but louder or something like that. I don't really know what that means. Again, but could we get in on this? On like, can we like work at this place? <laughs> Show Who me the says money. That they wouldn't give a person with, I guess, now one year of experience, like five hundred thousand dollars a year. I, I they I, have the money. I reach will out. reach out. Listen. <laughs> Link, let me let me go to LinkedIn real quick. <laughs> Just search, search live golf. Live, live golf. Live tour, live golf. They Lend they want to golf. invest mm-hmm. in our in our podcast. I who would say no. We have to, we have to move to Saturday. Yeah, are we are we associate with this. I don't think they're on LinkedIn. <laughs> Darn. They promote they promote they promote from within a lot. It's 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 fine. You gotta get your name in the system, then once you get in, you're you're good. There's L I V golf investments. Is that 
I mean, I think we, we haven't even we haven't even seen the seen the field yet. They might be looking for players, so you know. Well, just just wait until Robert Garrigus gets announced, and it's it's like oh, now on the T, like the feature group Robert Garrigus. It like <laughs> makes it sound like this is like the XFL. Like the, we just have like the it, former like, what, like players I compared to. It's like it's old guys. It's guys who. Like we might see a couple guys out there that we didn't even hear from, and we're like, we're like, oh yeah, I remember him, Anthony Kim, like that. Uh, yeah, They're oh based my out god, of New York that would City, be I crazy. Think. Are they really? Listen, listen. I know, I know. We've been giving these guys some some shit for for being sellouts, but I have a yeah, price. If they, if, if they call, if Anthony Kim just shows up to the first tee time, that, that thing would be- get so many views incredible if I think, they, maybe they have that up their sleeve that's what i'm saying sign me to a three-year three million dollar deal yeah i don't know we'll have to see next week i will know more i wonder how many how many guys like why wouldn't they go after like a willie wilcox um who says they haven't true yeah, I, I mean, I, I but like guys, we, just guys we, we like we that, like have... Willie Wilcox, Anthony Kim, like be like, okay, what's your number? We have the money. I know Smiley Kaufman. Smiley, uh, I just don't. I, I think don't Ricky's think worth it. I, I think Ricky's because he's be like actually that. Yeah, so you got to have a field. The golfers, they they got to fill the field somehow. But I'd watch that. I'd watch yeah, Smiley Kaufman on, on on TV. Yeah, that'd be fine. I would. I mean, so, Even so if he's he not, he's, three, he's not so gonna long. do it. He's he's not gonna do it. He's gonna he'll be sticking. He'll be announcing. Actually, I don't think sure. he has. A, I don't think. I think he like legitimately would not for like any price. I think he just seems like that kind of guy that just. I think like, I think he, I think he's content. I think he's if he's like on the tour like announcing like following groups like yeah, like, I think he's probably like majors. Like I think that's like like that. he knows like all the guys. Like he's friends with all the money. That's a great gig for him. I'd rather see him there than. uh Lip golf. That'd He's be probably going to end up being one of the main guys at a, uh, you know, CBS or one he should of, be. One of the him, and, him and Colt knows eventually, and then it's all just going to be in the past. It's like, oh yeah, remember how Smiley Kaufman like? Oh, they're going to bring up it'll, it'll, it'll be him and Colt in the booth like on eighteen and like on the U.S. Open or something like that. Like one year, like years from now. And they'll be bringing up like Smiley's eighty sevens uh, in like in like Corn Ferry tournaments yeah. or something like that. That'd uh, be really funny. But anyway, let's get into some real tour talk. You know, not this LIV fake stuff. Um, Sam Burns with just remarkable, remarkable ice in his veins. Absolutely. Yes. Another MasterCard ambassador. Uh, third one of the season. Cleaning up. Three, three wins. Who would have thought Sam Burns three wins this year? I mean, like at this point in the season, I think we would have thought. Oh, at this point, point in the season, season? maybe not. Do you like, see, you Scotty see has t- four. Sam has three right now. That's crazy. You see the tweet where it was like uh, the top ten of the world started the started the twenty twenty two, like top ten like at the, at the time they have combined two wins on tour and like Sam Scotty has four, Burns is three. JT, is it JT and JT and Rom? Rom, yeah. Rom's the other one. That's it. Okay. Which is kind of wild to think about, but but Scotty Scheffler, he started out the day at nine under, correct? No, Scotty was, was 11, eleven under. He was yeah, 11, eleven under. Yeah, and he goes two over at this golf course. Not that it's a a hard uh, like an easy golf course, but when you, all you really got to do is shoot one over. If you told him at the beginning of the day, you need to shoot one over to win this golf tournament. Yeah, I thought Scotty had this one locked down. Now I didn't get to watch a lot on Sunday, but but like. I was checking in and I was like, oh, like you just see Scotty Scheffler's name on the leaderboard and you're like, oh, he's going to make a couple birdies. Even if he, he got through the front nine, I think two over. Um, I was like, oh, he'll make a couple birdies. He'll win this tournament pretty easy. And all of a sudden he's in a playoff with Sam Burns, who like wasn't even close to the leaderboard going into the day. Five under in his final round, which is yeah. that like that shows like, again, like I've heard a lot of good things about Colonial um, and compare, especially compared to Craig Ranch a couple weeks ago. Like the kind of kind of course where the number one player in the world who's won four tournaments in the past like three months can 
shoot two over par after being having having two strokes lead and the a guy who's like also a really good player like can shoot five under par and they go to a playoff like that like that wouldn't like sam if it was at craig ranch sam burns would have to shoot like 60 to even have a chance or something like that if he was that far back and sky was gonna shoot i mean yeah like like 65 page leap shot like eight he like a 64 or like eight under yeah that's like like there's no there's no yeah like you're, there's there's no there's no defense in that and like like playing a course like where it's like there are scores available but there are like it's tough it's so so interesting like mm-hmm. it makes it just I mean I, 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 all I you gotta do is because it's all you gotta do weekend, is ask ask Harold Varner about his round at, oh yeah they? uh he went eight over uh twelve double bogey thirteen double bogey 45. fourteen double bogey seventeen double bogey um. And he was like, wasn't he? Was he tied with the lead? He's like, he's the lead. like one back. He's putting um, to the lead on twelve. On twelve. On twelve. Finished it yes. even more. Correct. Because <laughs> he, his name's like not even on the board, right? Like he's t twenty seven. He finished. Oh, it's just like God. that's crazy. Uh, three that double is... bogeys in a row with a birdie in he the cost middle. Cost himself there. hundreds then... upon hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes, and he has still not won on the PGA Tour. He he'll win, he'll, he'll win eventually, well. but he's he's she's truly getting to the point where like even like non like huge golf fans will say like oh Harold Varner he's the guy who choked at the PGA and then he shot forty five at this like it's it's he's got he got he's got some huge numbers in him that's for whatever sure. that wasn't even the biggest number of the day apparently Harry Higgs won ten over so mm. uh, and a couple eight overs in there too nine over it's you know it played wow. plays tough on a on a Sunday and. To see Sam Burns go in there and conditions somewhat tough and and do what he did. Now let's talk about that putt on the yeah, on the playoff. Great putt. Great, great putt. From the parking lot, pretty much. Like <laughs> I, I just like he was like off the off the green, uh pulls putter and like I didn't think he had any any like chance of putting it in. Like I thought like, oh, he'll put it pretty close, tap in. Uh we'll probably go to a second playoff hole. Like didn't even give Scotty like a chance to really like take anything in that playoff. Mm-hmm. I mean, who, yeah. Who, who, I, I, did he go I went first? Into that playoff thinking they go first. Scott, Scotty's got this. Like, I, I know that Sam Burns. Like, it was the second playoff one of the year, right? Yeah, I think so. And he like, yeah, he, 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 yeah he like Sam Burns, Sam Burns, and yeah. like Scotty Scheffler, really good friends. And like, they were like, like Scotty Scheffler looked like he was not playing in a playoff. Like, just going up to the like the tee. Like, he was just like laughing. Like. Just kind of like joking around. Yeah, he was to a wedding later wedding. in the day. Like just they're like he was just like as cool as you would like. And I saw that. I'm like, oh, Scotty's definitely winning. And he's this playing tournament. in front of a Texas crowd. So it's yeah, just like, yeah, he felt like that's like the most like, Dallas crowd. I mean, it's comfortable. Forward, so for that situation, he's in the most comfortable position you could possibly be in, basically. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, Sam Burns has played great, and he went to Bucky's afterwards. Apparently, that was his uh, victory dinner. He was at. Yeah, <laughs> Which is um, and then, can I just say, GCAS on the sheet here. The match, what is that, seven, uh, six, I I, six I, today? I could care I less. don't care. I'm not going to I just will it. say, it is today when the podcast is, is uh Why is it on a Wednesday? I don't know. <laughs> like, what? No, it's not like Wednesday, like when it's it comes tomorrow. out. Let me come it's out tomorrow, Wednesday. today, tomorrow. Tomorrow, today. People who are Wednesday, listening to it Wednesday. today. Wednesday, oh, June 1st. it's today is in when the podcast comes out. Correct. June 1st. Today's okay. June 31st, yes. Yeah, I don't like, this match. Yeah, I don't really care. I, 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 it's 12 holes. Like, I don't, I don't want to see uh, four amateur golfers, especially one that I really, really dislike uh, playing a golf tournament. Um, or play against each other. Like, I, I guess there'll be some banter. I'll see the like, I'll see everything on Twitter too. Like, I'll see all like the funny parts, like on on Twitter, and I'll I'll retweet the ones that are insulting Aaron Rodgers, and that'll be that'll be my Aaron Rodgers. Wish it was on a little earlier. Not gonna lie, like what it's time six six thirty Eastern. It, it's on, so like it's like a prime time thing. Like, I'd rather just watch the Yankees game than the match. Yeah. So if Aaron it was on during Rogers the day, I put it on. Commented on uh, Max Homa's Instagram post today. Is like Elijah Craig Instagram post, um, and I commented at him or uh, like actually while we were recording the podcast like ten minutes ago. What'd you say? Well, it what did I say versus what I wanted to say? I actually probably I tried to chirp him, but 
obviously wasn't allowed. Good. Um, <laughs> but I tried to, to, I tried to chirp him. I, I, we can talk about it later, but um, yeah. But let's get into some memorial talk. I mean, this this weekend is going to be, when you really look at it, it's going to play like a, you know, like a PGA championship course. Yeah, memorial always tough. I mean, Murfield Village. Well, like your typical PGA championship course, you mean, too. Yeah. Not like, not like a Southern Hills. Like a... No, like a typical PGA championship. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be a hard plays rough. Like you gotta you gotta drive the ball well. You have to scramble well. Um, if you look at the guys who've won the last couple of years, Cantlay, but really Rom last year, Rom in twenty twenty, Cantlay the year before that, DeChambeau. I mean, like those are some good golfers. And then yeah, then the years before that, Duff McGirt, McGirt. But um, yeah, good golfers usually brings that. Usually the best players come to the top of this tournament. Uh, stroke scan approach. Some long par fours, 450 to 500. Uh, yeah, got to be good all around this week. So uh, let's get into skins. Who's got the top 20? I have the top 20. Okay. What did we do last week? I know my Eric Van Royen top 20 didn't hit, but to be fair, I was giving you guys some juice there. Um, Stuart Sink. Did he? Did it hit? No idea. Let's <laughs> find out. PGA Tour, Charles Schwab. Sink. Got cut. Damn. Uh, well, my, my pick did win. Mito Pereira, top South American. Uh, he's been playing. He's still playing really yeah. well. I think he went six under, finished like T7. So yeah, uh, that did hit. So we got one. All right. Um, I'll start. I'll go. I'm going with Gary Woodland. Top 20. It's played well here before. I think I've picked him here before uh, in the past couple of years. Uh, and he's like quietly playing. Like he quietly was playing well at the PGA. Like I don't know where he finished, but I think he was he was in the top 20 at, at one point I saw on Saturday or Sunday. And uh, he was playing. He's been playing well before that. So I like him at top 20 plus 450. And who was that? Uh, Sorry, I missed it. Gary Woodland. Gary Woodland. Okay. On a course where... He hits it long. He's very good. He's I like surprisingly that. very good at scrambling. Like you wouldn't really think that looking at him or watching him hit the ball, but he's he's a very good scrambler and he's played well here before. So yeah, he's got a T22, T23, T4, T16. He's played here every year. So yeah, he's 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 played really well here before. So All right, who you got for top 40, Jeek? Uh Siwoo Kim, top 40. Uh he's finished top 43 of the last four years. Course? It's not a Pete Dye course, but he's finished top 30, top 43 of the last four years. And his only miss in those last four years, he was T41. So like bad beat yeah. uh, plus 115. So it's really not much, but see what can. So I have, I have a juicy one for you. You're going to, you're, you might not like it to miss the cut at plus 450. John Rom. Yeah, I don't like it at all. Ooh. He's not playing great golf right now. He loves this place, though. Yeah, no, he always plays well here. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey. that's a, it's a, it's a shot. It's a shot. It's juicy. It's just a hot I'd take. take what's if Bryson's? Bryson's playing. He might. He probably has a much better chance to miss the cut. I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah. his cut. odds probably aren't as good. Um, yeah, I mean, John yeah, Rom, pretty, pretty much back to back champ at this golf course. John Rom. So. Hey. Just yeah, saying. basically. I'm just it's a hot take. Hard John Rom revenge week, I think. I mean, we'll want to get into outright winners. I, I had to do it just because John Rom revenge week. I'll pick him the win. Plus it's only plus eight hundred, but that's that's not really special at all. But revenge week. Um and then Adam Scott, fifty to one. Pretty big okay. person history. Why not? I I got Will Zaltoris, thirty. I think he's thirty one, right? Yeah. Um I think he's bound to win at one of these courses like this. It's tough. It's just, it's got to happen at some point. Um, he said himself. And then I had a vision recently. I don't know what, what course it was that he won at, but I had a vision that Cam Young was like going to win one of these next few weeks. I or not a vision. I had a dream. U.S. Open champion Cameron Young. Yeah, maybe. I I literally had a dream and I woke up and I thought it was real because I was like, Oh damn! I Listen, I, honestly, damn. I will pick him in the U.S. Open because 
he's got that he's got that US Open game. Yeah. What do you got, Trev? I will go with Ryan Matt Fitzpatrick a lot, so I'm going with him again. Okay. He needs to hit the ball in the fairway and uh, have good scrambling. Uh, 28 to 1. And then I thought about going doubling up on Gary Woodland, but name it sticks out. Don't know why is Keegan Bradley, 65 to 1. Don't really like him, but he's tough courses. He's played, he, he kind of rises sometimes, especially at the Wells Fargo a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so I like that. I like that play. I also like Patrick Reed, not going to lie. Interesting. He's good off the tee last week. Yeah, he kind of yes. fell off. The- he, well, he got he got he he has his one contract, one club contract deal with PXG, and he's not even using a PXG club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so he's been playing that bad this year. It makes sense. Yeah, to go back. Yeah. We're now going to get into the top forty parlay. Should we skip the top forty parlay this week and do a hole in one draft? I'm doing no, a hole in one draft. Top forty parlay. All right, fine. Oh, top. Okay, I have to keep it. Um. So. Jeek, we're just going to give you the first overall pick with the, your top 40. See what see we've got. Um, I got to find top 40s. <laughs> Honestly, didn't think about so it. So we'll just give you him with the first overall pick. Because you picked him. Who? Siwoo. Okay. All right. Um, I'll go next. And I will go with Matthew Fitzpatrick. Okay. Good pick. I will go with Sahith Tagala. <laughs> Really, man. Ricky made the cut. Ricky made the cut last week. <laughs> Did make the cut last week? And my like top forty pick Did last he come week. Top forty? No. <laughs> <laughs> my top forty pick last week. Brian Harmon went eight over in the right, first I'll be, round. I'll be and making another one, Trev. Another one. Um, I will go with. I'll go with Tom Hoagie. Okay. Where's what's the? We want to give me the odds every time. Plus one five. Hoagie. Plus one oh five. Okay. And then I am going to go with Joaquin Neiman. Okay. Um, I got two here, don't I? Uh I'll go Hideki Matsuyama, minus one ninety. And then how about Cameron Champ plus one thirty five? I like that actually, kinda. And then I will go plus one thirty-five. I will go with Davis Riley. I'm my next pick. All right, I'll go with Gary Woodland and Chris Kirk. What's Chris Kirk? Uh, minus one fifty. Okay, I am going to go with Max Maximus Homa. Maximus Homo. Um, okay. These are your last two picks, Jeek. Yes, they are. Um, give me Lucas Herbert. I don't know what number he's at, but T18 last year. Plus yep. 160. Mm, got it. Um, and then, you know, we're talking about Camion. I'll take Camion. Okay. And then I have my last one. It's tough. This is a tough one. I'm going to go Aaron Wise, minus 135. All right. I'll go with Hideki Matsuyama. You already picked. picked him. Oh, we already picked. Okay. Um, I will go with Colin Morikawa. Okay. So that 15 like parlay. One dollar will win us seven point four thousand. Nice. Not as much as last week. Uh, last week was six thousand. So yeah, it is more than last. Oh, week. I, well, I thought it was more. Well, it was three dollars was going to win eighteen grand. Right. Right. So that was the top forty draft. We'll see. We'll see. One of these weeks, we're gonna we're gonna hit it. And we are going to go on a trip to Pebble Beach. We kind of messed up not getting Mito Pereira in there. That's okay. That's okay. What are you going to do? Might be some week time. So we have two minutes left on the clock. Let's go with some premonitions. 
my premonition is going to be a future premonition based off of our talk on this on this podcast. HV3 is going to win at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Ooh. I like that. Rocket Mortgage really Classic. Like very that. specific. Book it. <laughs> um, I think John Rom domination this week wins by like four. Okay. I think someone else gets COVID and has to drop out on Saturday this week. <laughs> okay. I mean, the opposite. It, it, it's, it's, it's not going to happen, gets, but Patrick yeah, Cantley is in the league gets, gets COVID, COVID and John Rom wins. Yes. Yeah, Patrick Cantley falls downstairs and has to withdraw. Um, so something like that. Uh, before we go, NCAA golf going on right now. I need to, I'm going to go watch right the individual now. champion. Was this guy from was freshman from Vanderbilt, right? Yeah, freshman. They're they're the semifinals are going on right now. It's primetime golf in Arizona, Texas versus Vandy, Pepperdine versus Arizona State. Uh so it's I'm I'm gonna go watch that. Oh um, great. real quick, real quick. Uh US women's open this week. Lexi Winners. Thompson. Just and them. I'm actually excited to watch that. Like I'm I'll, I'll probably watch but watch that more than Memorial, maybe. Okay. I won't be home that much this week, then, so. <laughs> I'll be I'll be I'll be back home. I'll be playing golf. Yeah, true. You come mm-hmm. back on Friday? Not sure yet. I'll let you know tonight. Okay. Yeah. We'll play on Friday though. See you next week for the Canadian Open. No, no. Canadian Open. Good. No, 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 no. Is it no, no it's the Canadian Open at St. George's. It is. is it? I was looking through all the tournaments today okay. for work. Right. Yeah.